Hi, I'm Hallie, and I'm here to welcome you to The Odd Life, that's spelled A-W-E-D, which stands for Awake, Well, and Empowered. You see, I feel that women who are living odd have such important stories that need to be heard so they can inspire us to find our own oddness. I want this to be a space where you come to laugh, cry, feel inspired, and most of all, feel more connected to yourself and the women in this odd life community. I'll be talking with women who are practitioners, authors, experts, entrepreneurs, creatives, coaches, philanthropists, and so many more, as well as doing solo casts to bring you what you need when you need it. No matter where you are on your journey in this life, why not go through it odd AF? Again, I'm your host, Hallie, and this is the Odd Life Podcast. Hi, welcome to the Odd Life Podcast, episode one. What is even happening right now? You guys, this has been a dream of mine for a very long time because I'm a huge podcast fan myself. I've been listening to podcasts now probably about five or six years regularly. And so this dream has really been going on since I've fell in love with them. So here I am. We're doing the damn thing. And this is why I love a great conversation. I love listening to them. I love having them. I just want to know what makes people tick. I like what lights them up, what what happened to them, their trauma, their life-changing events, how they overcame or whatever obstacles have been in their path and what got them to where they are now. Because it's those stories that, you know, those events, that pain, that overcoming, that's what helps create an odd life. And I think podcasts are such a great way to create resonance with others. When we hear someone else share their story, we can see ourselves in them. We can also see what's possible for ourselves. I mean, so much of my own stumbling was because I did not have the right role models in my life at that time. I didn't have people in my life who were overcoming obstacles, who exemplified strength and empowerment, or who were chasing after their dreams. It hasn't been until probably the last 10 years that I finally saw what was possible for myself, that I could live a different life. It's one, you know, one that I love because I finally sought out people who were doing those things. And that helped me tremendously at that time. So I hope with each episode that you get to hear stories from people as well as from myself that'll help you become more awake, well, and empowered yourself. So again, welcome. I'm so thankful you're here. Today, I want to give you just a brief part of my story. Uh, I want to share where I started out and kind of what caused me to make these changes in my own life that eventually led me to creating this odd life community where this idea came from. And uh, hopefully, it's something you can get on board with. So the basics. I have three kids one that just graduated college, one that's in college, and one in high school. I've been married to my husband for now for almost 25 years. We met in college. I am a Midwest girl born and bred, but I love to travel. Um, I've been a blogger since 2009, and that actually kind of came about through my love of reading. I was a big reader as a kid and through my early teens. But I stopped because of obviously others' distractions at that time in my life, and then eventually college. And God knows I don't want to read anything when I was in college. But when I became a mom, I all of a sudden felt very one dimensional. I had zero hobbies. I mean, nothing going on besides raising my kids. And then I found the one thing that I could do, whether I was nursing or waiting in the car line to pick a kiddo up, or you know, sitting at the gymnastics class with other moms, so I could read. 
And the more I read, the more it sparked my creativity. So one day I had an urge to start writing fiction of all things. I don't know about you, but when you had your babies or were pregnant, did you feel like super creative all of a sudden, like you these crazy ideas? I, if every kid I did, I had these crazy ideas and with the last child, it was writing fiction. Uh, I had fallen in love with the historical fiction genre. And so then one day I just had these characters that kept showing up in my head and the plot of the book was inspired by a children's book I saw in the library. It was a nonfiction book, but I kind of took the the background of that and off I went. So at night, kids were in bed and I would sit in our home office on the first floor. My husband would go and watch a, a show or whatever. And he would like yell at me from the living room. He was like, what are you doing in there? Are you writing a book? And he said it in jest, but I was like, oh my God, I'm found out. <laughs> but so I told them, yes, I actually am. I'm writing a book. And while it was super scary to admit that, it also felt very exhilarating. Uh, I was I was doing something that I loved. Like it was just this exciting time of learning and creating, and I was craving that. So writing became something just for me. So I dove in. I started reading books about how to write. I worked on my storyline. I added this, took away that. Eventually, I did complete a first draft. And while it still sits on a computer file on my computer somewhere, it was a spark that changed me forever. And about that same time, I joined Twitter. I found a lot of people in the writing community. And it became a great outlet to share and connect with other people who love to write. And uh, so I started to, what I learned at that time was that everyone had a blog. If you're going to be considered a serious you know, writer, you got to have a blog, got to have a platform. So I created a website and a blog and I just was basically just documenting my kind of evolution as a writer, some basic things. And I shared book recommendations, things like that there. But as my youngest approached kindergarten, I was actually kind of thinking, okay, how can I get paid to write? This thing was a hobby and now I want to get paid to write. So I took an online course about how to be a freelance writer and I learned to pitch articles and then I landed a few magazines in my local market and it was a, you know, while it was a great learning experience, it was a lot of work for very little money. Anybody that has a freelance writing experience knows this. Um, and about that same time, just prior to all this, I had hit a rock bottom in my health. I had constant sinus infections. I had UTIs, yeast infections, all that stuff, acne, gut issues. I mean, I was a mess. And then I was trying to keep up with three kids and there was no, you know, I had zero time to be sick and not running in all cylinders. So I finally hit a moment where I was like, I am so sick of being sick. Um, and I happened, like I was, I was in and out of the walk-in clinic all the time. I was on a constant dose of something, usually antibiotics. And then that caused more issues. Hence my, you know, my gut health issues and nothing ever, you know, actually worked. It like, there's just this band-aid approach the whole entire time. So nothing was actually fixing the problem. So one day after a really frustrating phone call with a triage nurse, um, at my OB, there was this medication I was on and she said, well, it's really not a long-term solution. It's a short-term kind of thing. And I finally said, I was like, I'm done. I cannot keep doing this hamster wheel of medication and symptoms and whatnot. And I wanted to get to like the root cause of what was really going on. I don't, you know, I have all these symptoms, but why is it happening? And I just decided in that moment, I am going to do this myself. I've gotten no help from 
the medical staff, you know, the medical industry, I am going to figure it out myself. I'm a digger. I, I will, you know, I will, I'm a bloodhound. I will figure it out. And so I thank God for the internet. I started doing some research and found the connector, all my symptoms. I found like this common thread was that I had horrible gut health and my immune system was completely shot because of all the years I've been on those antibiotics. My poor health was also because of my of my food, my nutrients that I was taking in or lack of. And I started learning about an alkaline diet versus acidic and how they affected my body. So I started changing everything. I started eating healthier. I was eating more alkaline foods and acidic, which was prior to this, it was the opposite. I cut out added sugar, processed foods, uh, started taking a probiotic, all this stuff to help my, you know, build my microbiome back. And while I was on the right track physically, all, you know, all of a sudden I was going down a bad path mentally. I was doing all this writing, this freelance writing, and I was actually doing a, a little part-time uh, PR work, freelance work. And it's just this day after day, I feel like I was in this hamster wheel of mothering and writing. I got the kids out the door. I wrote like a madwoman during the day. I ran then kids to practice after school, the school events. We had and dinner, and then prodding kids into baths and showers, making sure homework is done, nagging them to get to bed, reading books at bedtime, all those things. And then I would stay up late to either read or write more or watch a show with my husband or whatever. And I would get about probably on average five hours of sleep a night if I'm lucky. And I would start that process all over again the next day. So I was, again, that's why I said it was a hamster wheel, just this constant over and over the same thing. And while I, used to love writing this constant freelance, just grind and, and writing about things I really didn't care about. It created this kind of awful, unhappy feeling. And I was feeling very trapped by this life that I had created for myself. And like I said, I did not hate being a mom nor being a writer. I just felt like I was following a kind of a script of some sort. And I didn't love the part I was playing. So I put the brakes on writing for those publications, the part-time PR job. I needed to get my shit together. So while I was physically getting better, my mental health was going in the wrong direction. I wanted just to feel happy again. I wanted to feel fully alive. And most of all, I wanted to just love my life. I started to question everything I was doing, like what's going to make me happy? I had kind of no clue. Again, I kind of gotten back to the what are my hobbies? What are things I love? What do I want out of my life? And it happened to be at that same time, um, there was a blog post that was written by a writer friend of mine. She was sharing something about an upcoming program she had done it in the past, loved the, loved the life coach behind it. And she was sharing some upcoming details about a challenge that was going to happen. So uh, the details were that this challenge was going to be all about getting unstuck in your life. And it was like, ding, ding, ding. That's exactly how I feel. I need to sign up. This was awesome. And it was kind of my realization looking back that that was the beginning of a lot of synchronicities for me. And like I said, this one landed in my lap exactly when I needed it. So even just by hitting the join button on that challenge, I was already a change woman. So the challenge led to the program. So I did a 21 day challenge loved how I felt every day, the things we did. And then I joined the 10 week program that she offered at the end. That was going to be an extension of all this. And 
again, like I said, hitting that join button on that program was honestly probably more life-changing than anything because I've never done anything for myself. I mean, I was the kind of person that my idea of self-care was like the once a year massage uh, on my anniversary, or if we were on a vacation, we'd take advantage of the spa. That was it. I never did anything. So this was big for me to actually choose something just for me. And it was through this program that I learned that I really wanted to live a life that I loved. I began to listen to my heart's desires. I started to unlearn habits that had led me to where I was, that, that led me to this unhappy place. And I learned to start putting myself as a priority. So this all cascaded into this big journey of self-discovery, both physically and mentally. And so for the past 10 years or so, I've been down this winding road of cleaning up my life uh, from the products I use in my home, what I put in my body, on my body, what I watch on TV, what I read, who I hang out with, events I choose to go to, what I listen to, the thoughts in my head, all of that. And all of that has led me to this exact moment of launching this podcast and to explain where the odd life, where this acronym, where this thought process, where this community, where this lifestyle idea came from, actually generated from something I went through in the fall of 2018. I joined a 90-day challenge. It was the end of the year, and the, the premise or the goal of the challenge was to help you end the year on a high note. Rather than, let, rather than letting everything slide and then you're crawling out of a hole at the beginning of the year just to get you know back on level ground. And instead you finish the year high and then you just keep building from there come January 1. And so what the 90 day challenge was about was part of it was, you know, drinking more water and getting better sleep and all those kinds of things. But one of the main things for me was to giving to give up something for 90 days that I knew wasn't good for me. And initially I was like, oh, got it, dairy. I've been too much cheese dip this summer, you know, uh, outside with friends and doing stuff. It just was like, it was um, kind of a shit show summer as far as diet went. So I'm like, I'm going to get rid of dairy. It bloats me. I feel yucky in my stomach. My, you know, I break out, all those things. But then I had this little voice that said, what about alcohol? What if you gave up alcohol at this time? And uh, let me tell you, the fall is my favorite time of the year because there's lots of things happening. Um, my anniversary, football, um, all the holidays. There's a couple of vacations. Maybe we go usually go skiing. I'm, you know, uh, over Thanksgiving, and we've taken a couple of Christmas vacations. I mean, this is gonna be a major challenge. And I had done. You know, no alcohol before. I had done uh, back in January, so, you know, j- dry January. We'd like it's always the beginning of the year. Do a cleanse. You don't drink. Um, and then I did an eight week training session with uh, a personal trainer. I didn't drink. We we're getting ready to go on vacation, so I was really strict by my diet and what I was putting my body. But it was just I kind of put it like in a chunk of time. And so to do this at the end, the end of the year. Would be super challenging because it was a time of the year that nobody else was doing a cleanse or doing some time, you know, type of no alcohol situation. So I thought, you know what, this will really see what I'm made of. And the and the year prior to this, though, that throughout 2018, I had done, like I said, I'd done a cleanse back in the in January, and I had kept it going. It kind of felt really good to not 
be drinking. So I had to cut way back. I had better sleep. There's a lot of things that were going on that I just kind of felt good not drinking. So while I hadn't quit completely, I had cut back dramatically. But then again, here comes the fall, and this is usually when the dial gets turned up. So I give up alcohol. And never in a million years did I think it was going to change my life forever. During that time, I gained more clarity, more energy, and motivation than I've ever had before. I was feeling so empowered whenever I went to a situation socially that I would say, no, I'm good. I'm great with water. Thanks. And I was just very, very empowering to be able to say that and stick with it and feel good about it. Not like I was being left out, not that I was being, you know, made fun of or whatever. I was actually using that as fuel to add to this challenge. So as I got closer to the end of the year, I started doing some reflection on how the last three months had gone. And I kind of explored what I wanted most in the coming year. And I wrote down a bunch of desired feelings. And the ones that mostly stood out to me, that stood out, identified with the most were awake, well, and empowered. I wanted to be fully awake. The clarity I was getting was so addicting. So I wanted to be more clear and awake and alive for my life. Well, of course, I wanted to feel good in my body. I wanted to be energized. I wanted to, you know, keep building off the things I was doing foundationally. And then empowered because I was loving feeling more in control of my life and not in a controlling bad way, like type A personality control freak, but in a way that was like I was saying no to things that did not serve me. And I was saying yes to myself and things that did. And I started sharing things that I was learning, things I was reading, concepts, whatever. Um, And I was sharing them on social media. And eventually that led me to creating this odd life acronym. Again, it stands for awake, well, and empowered. And my purpose for doing that was that I could hopefully find other women who had the same goal as I did to live awake, well, and empowered. And then this became an idea that maybe I could create more like a brand and what else could I do with this? And that's where the idea for the podcast came up because I wanted to share this in a different way. I mean, I love social media, but if I put it on social media only, then that's where it's going to be and they own it. And this podcast, I feel, is a great way to bring all these ideas and people together in a place where it can be hopefully in perpetuity. But I want to hopefully inspire a community of people to help make living awake and feeling well and being empowered the norm and not the exception. Because I feel like right now, especially in America, it's the opposite. Um, We are beginning better and better all the time, but I just hope to inspire you and whoever out there to help create your own odd life by hearing stories of others who model this from business owners, coaches, uh, women who have overcome major adversities, whether it's health or work or life or whatever, um, from authors and the books they write that inspire us. And just candid conversations with me as I navigate through my life, these lessons I'm learning, and hopefully they can resonate with you. So that is why we're here. And I, again, just hope that these conversations resonate with you. I hope that you feel inspired. And if you do, again, I, I ask that you share, you rate, review so other people can find this podcast and we can grow this community of people. And hopefully we can make this something bigger than just this podcast. Again, I am your host, Hallie. I'm so grateful for you being here. Welcome to the odd life and let's get to it. Have a great week and we'll see you in the next episode.